if you're a police officer or you're listening to this or you know someone who's in law enforcement, please don't, don't give up. We need you and we want you and we, we respect you and we're, we're thankful for you. Keep in mind, as an officer of the law, you are put in that position by God and you are to conduct your job in a God-honoring way. Hi, and welcome to One Little Candle, a place where God's people can come to be encouraged and inspired to be the light that God calls us to be. And when our flame is burning bright, we can't help but light the flame of others along the way. Don't think that you can make a difference in your little corner of the world? Yes, you can, because all it takes is one little candle. I'm your host, Rebecca Bershwinger. Thanks for joining me for today's episode. Hello, everyone. How are you today? Today is one of those um, (laughs) emotion-driven podcast episodes, if you will. Normally, I would have a script that I've written up and an outline at the very least to follow through to keep me on track. But with all the news headlines lately, I'm I'm just saddened and disgusted at the same time. So I thought I'd talk a little bit about it here because I know I'm not the only one. So what I'd like to start off with is the latest news headline, which is just unbelievably tragic. And that's about Micaiah Bryant, the 16-year-old girl who was killed by a police officer who was um, at the scene and trying to defend a girl about to be stabbed by Micaiah Bryant. I've listened to all kinds of news reports from all different sources, and I've watched and watched the video time and time again. And I cannot imagine the pain that this young lady's family and friends are experiencing right now. I would not, as a parent, (laughs) I would not want to be in the shoes of her parents. I don't know what her home situation is. I don't know her background. All I know is, of course, what we see with our eyes on the TV. I could say what we know is what we hear on the reports, but unfortunately, oftentimes reports are presented. News reports, often by the mainstream media, are presented in a very slanted and skewed manner, and they present it according to usually uh, political correctness, an agenda, the latest social justice cause, or their own personal political and moral leanings, if you will. Again, I cannot stress enough how tragic this is. This young girl lost her life at a young age, and it seems like such such a waste. But 
put it right out there. I am coming from support of law enforcement in this case. Yes, I am well aware that there are police officers out there who really shouldn't be wearing a badge. We have people in every walk of life and every profession who don't belong there because, well, we have sinners. We have imperfect and broken people filling every job and career imaginable on the face of this earth. And you have a few bad apples in the police force that really make it difficult for those who are in there for the right reasons and are trying their darndest to do a job the right way. And that is to serve and protect people like you and I. As I see some of these reports of these young people who are losing their lives at the hands of police officers, and I say at the hands of, I use that term loosely, the saying, live by the sword, die by the sword, rings through my ears because, and that, by the way, if you don't know, that those were Jesus' words. Those were his words in the Garden of Gethsemane when Peter was going to, when he, well, he struck one of the, the men who was arresting Jesus just before his crucifixion. And Jesus told him, no, don't do that. You know, you live by the sword, you die by the sword. And what that means is, if you live by violence, you die by violence. That, that's a risk. That's a chance you take. And Micaiah Bryant was, like it or not, wielding a knife. She was going at a girl with a knife, even with, police, with a police officer there. There was a, a ruckus, and she got up, and she got away from the police officer and came at the girl with a knife. Obviously, her intent was to kill, at the very least, to cause great physical harm. And I know it's easy for us to be armchair quarterbacks and sit there and say, well, this police officer should have done this and he should have done that. But time and time again, I say, you were not there. You are not in that life or death, got to make a split second decision with all that adrenaline coursing through your veins. I believe with all my heart that officer did what he didn't want to do, but what he had to do at that very moment, and that was to save a woman who was about to be killed by a young girl wielding a deadly weapon with intent to maim or kill. I've heard people talk about what a good girl Micaiah Bryant was. And perhaps she was, maybe she was a straight A student and just a loving person to her family and, and friends. And, and I, I don't know. I, I don't know, again, her background. But in my world, good girls don't go at people with a knife. They don't stab people. Maybe she was a good girl, but I, at that moment, she was not being a good girl. Maybe she just snapped. Maybe something within her snapped. Who knows? Maybe she's been bullied. Again, we don't know. But the police officer certainly doesn't have time to ask these questions and assess the situation as to why she's doing it. All he knows at that moment is someone is about to be stabbed and we've got to stop it now. And let me tell you, 
a knife is going to go through that woman quicker than, than any other thing that that police officer could have done, whether he dodged at her or ran after her. I mean, what's he supposed to do? This is the chance we take when we put ourselves in this situation. When we operate on the wrong side of the law, that goes for George Floyd and the other young man that was accidentally shot by a police officer who meant to tase him. I'm sorry, I don't remember his name. But, you know, in all these cases, nobody wins. Officer Chauvin was found guilty, and he's paying the price for his actions because, let's face it, that never should have happened the way it did. His knee on his neck for that long of a period. He bears full responsibility for that. We've got to be careful. This painting people who break the law and put themselves in harm's way as heroes is just sickening. It's sickening. George Floyd is not a hero. George Floyd had a long, violent rap sheet, as do 99% of these people. It's not like the police officers just walk up to someone and start shooting. Come on, guys. George Floyd put himself in a situation to have a police officer's knee on his neck, even though it wasn't right what the police officer did. But let's let's rewind. Okay, that was a terrible sound effect, I know. Let's rewind the situation and think about all the things that George Floyd could have done differently so he didn't end up in that position that day. That he didn't end up in the hands of a police officer who was way out of line and out of control as far as I'm concerned. Because if you're operating on the right side of the law, you don't need to fear law enforcement. You don't need to fear the police. But many people do not want to see things as they are. They want to make everything be about one thing in particular. And that is so wrong. It's just such a disservice to those who who have died to the George Floyds and the Micaiah Bryants. It's a disservice to our our men in blue. And if you're a police officer or you're listening to this or you know someone who's in law enforcement, please don't, don't give up. We need you and we want you and we, we respect you and we're, we're thankful for you. Keep in mind, as an officer of the law, You are put in that position by God, and you are to conduct your job in a God-honoring way. You are to command respect. Be someone that people can respect. Because I have, I've had um, one of my sons who was taught always to be respectful to the law when you're pulled out. Just be respectful do what they say. You don't agree why you're pulled over. You still need to show that police officer respect. And they have, and and he's done that. But he had a couple incidents where he was pulled over and the officer came on with a horrible attitude, cursing, swearing, using the F word and not very nice conduct at all. And, And my son sat there and just did as a law abiding citizen would do. Yes, officer, Yes, officer. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He got his license, registration, did all the things he was supposed to do. And of course, my son's behavior in turn did calm the officer down. But come on. 
Is that that's how you approach our young people? No, we need to conduct our job in a God honoring way. And I know we're human. I know, I know we mess up and I know there's police officers on a power trip, but the majority of the police officers are not our enemies. They are there to protect and to serve. And I wouldn't want their job for all the money in the world. It's stressful. It's mentally and physically at times exhausting. And I know there's officers who, who, suffer PTSD and and trauma for the things that they see as first responders and the things that they're exposed to and targets of. So let's support them. If you know a police officer, go to your local police station, just do something to let them know that you appreciate them. Let them know they're not alone because it's getting to the point where they want to take away their right to do anything, anything. And if I was a police officer, I'd be like, well, why, why bother? I'm damned if I do, and I'm damned if I don't. I'd like to take a look at what the Bible has to say about law enforcement, because the Bible does address this issue. It addresses it in Romans 13. And it says this, Romans 13, 1, Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Consequently, whoever rebels against the authority, that would be the George Floyds and the Micaiah Bryants and um, Dante Wright, that was the young man who was supposed to have been tased but was accidentally shot. And again, he was, he was resisting. He was pulled over for a reason. But consequently, whoever rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted, and those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. For rulers hold no terror for those who do right. So in other words, if you're a law-abiding citizen, there's no reason to be afraid of law enforcement. But for those who do wrong, okay, for rulers hold no terror for those who do right, but for those who do wrong, Do you want to be free from fear of the one in authority? Then do what is right and you will be commended. For the one in authority is God's servant for your good. Law enforcement is for your own good, people. It's for our good. And if you take away their ability to be able to defend, to protect, and to serve, and sometimes that involves violence, If you take away their ability, whether it's to use pepper spray or to have to shoot if necessary or tase, you're taking away, talk about self-destruction, you're taking away your ability to be protected. And what's going to happen when your child or grandchild or you are threatened and no one has any time to examine the situation under a microscope but needs to just react in order to save you? For the one in authority, verse 4, is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid. Be afraid. For rulers do not bear the sword for no reason. (laughs) They are God's servants, agents of wrath to bring punishment on the wrongdoer. Sometimes that punishment ends up in death. Truth is, nobody wins. Nobody. 
not the police officer, not the person, not the criminal, the victim, whatever. No one wins. Their family members, no one wins. George Floyd, no one wins. His family members, his friends, they've lost someone they love. His life cut short. Officer Chauvin, nobody wins. His family has lost him. He's behind bars, okay, for the rest of his life. His family's lost out. Verse 5, therefore, it is necessary to submit to the authorities, not only because of possible punishment, but also as a matter of conscience. So the Bible is very clear, and some people might find it harsh as far as that goes. And I'm not trying to be harsh. I'm trying to just live in reality here. We have got to stop this insanity. And, you know, I blame the press for it more than anybody. They are just, oh, they just love to report and mention race in everything. And they're taking a country that used to be racist, that overcame it, and they're bringing it back again. Uh, Who's that actor there? Um, Morgan Freeman, wise man, says, Stop talking about it. Stop talking about it. You have everybody thinking in terms of race now. And we're not supposed to because God doesn't think that way. I I get to the point where when I fill something out, I have to check off my race. I say, member of the human race. (laughs) It's it's just crazy. Those that are crying racism, they're the racists. Because that's all they think about is race. And every time something is reported, it's it's about race. White, black, white, black, white, black, this. And it's funny that that officer that was brutally um, run down in Washington, D.C., I know he was white. um, You don't hear any mention about the religion or the race of this man who murdered him with a vehicle. Of course you don't, right? But if this man had been black that had been run down, or if it had been a Christian (laughs) that had run him down, um, no true Christian would do that. You'd be hearing about it. But, but anyway, this is my, my rant for today. Um, and, and what do we do about it? How, how do we handle this? What do we do besides get angry and and it it is maddening what we're coming to but god knows this he he knows our struggle and and he knows the hearts and the minds of the people that are working so hard to to twist everything but as i said earlier if you know someone in law enforcement go to your local police station bring them some cupcakes bring them some coffee um do something i you know i remember seeing a police officer at the gas pump and and there was this big guy walking by and and he's mocking, you know, singing the cop song, bad boys, bad boys, what you going to do when they come for you? And thinking it's all funny. And I just thought, you know, buddy, come on. But the, that man went into the store. And so I said to the officer, I said, officer, can I buy you a cup of coffee or something? And and he says, oh, I just got one. But thank you. he goes, thank you so much. He goes, that that really means a lot to me that you just offer. I said, hey, I know it's tough out there. We support you. 
and we appreciate you. So small things like that, right? Just being one little candle, shining a little bit of, of light of love, God's love and, and, and appreciation for what that man does as a police officer. And we need to pray for those who are blinded or deceived by this mentality, this woke mentality, this leftist mentality. We need to pray for God's truth to come into their life. And we need to keep sharing the gospel. We need to keep being that light. We need to keep our flames burning. That That's all we can do. Let's just make sure whatever we do, that we do not react and behave in the same manner in which they do. We need to speak out. We need to speak up, but we need to do it with some humility because we're broken ourselves. And if it weren't for Christ, we would be thinking that exact same way. And we did used to think that way. But then we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior and the Holy Spirit comes within and dwells within us and grants us God's wisdom and discernment and we have God's word and we can look at things through the lens of scripture, but not everyone is. But we are, so we have no excuse. So let's pray for those people and let's shine God's light into their life. Don't be afraid to share the gospel and to live out the gospel. So again, if, if, you're, if you're in law enforcement, thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I'm so sorry that things are, are, are getting like this, but be that light. Honor God in your position, the position that he has placed you in. Before you put on that badge each day and put that gun in, my father was a police officer, so I know it's not easy. But before you do that, before you put on that badge and you put that gun in your holster, go to God. Go to God for, of course, protection and safety, but for the wisdom to make the right decisions and for control of your temper, your emotions, and for the ability to carry out your calling in a way that will be pleasing to him. All right. I think I've said enough on this subject. I just had to get it out of my system and talk with you guys about it. Any thoughts, any comments, of course, they're welcome. Check out our Facebook group called Candles Together on Facebook. And of course, there's always my website, www.onelittlecandlepodcast.com. Subscribe, subscribe to the email, get all the little goodies that I have for my subscribers and followers, extra resources, freebies, uh, promotions. I've got it there. Until next time, guys, hang in there. Keep your flame burning. Go out and be that one little candle. For links and resources related to today's episode, along with access to promotions and giveaways, please visit www.onelittlecandlepodcast.com. That's www.onelittlecandlepodcast.com.